0: Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. All right, Here we go. Flyers Daily for Saturday, April 23rd. The Flyers will be back tomorrow to take on the Pittsburgh Penguins at Wells Fargo Center. Four o'clock puck drop tomorrow uh, as they will take on the Pens and then head out for two on the road back-to-back. Back. They'll see you in Chicago on Monday and then Winnipeg coming up on Wednesday, and then they'll wrap up the season just six days from now at home against the Ottawa Senators on the 29th. But in this episode figured it was a good time as we're kind of knocking on the door here of the end of the season, the end of the 2021-22 season. Hard to believe it's the first 82 game season since the 1819 season. Of course, back in 1920, Elaine Vino's first year they had that season cut short, the regular season, then the bubble playoffs, and then last year the 56-game season, and this year the full 82. And I uh, will be turning the page this day next week to the off-season in true fashion as it will be officially the off season for the Philadelphia Flyers. So let's get to some questions here. We start with Chris who says, Please compare and contrast what it would mean for the younger players' development to go into next season with the expectations from a retool versus going into next season with low expectations. Well, I think that every player, no matter whether you're young, old, in the middle, prime, whatever you want to call it, Every pro athlete, I think, wants to play for something. So I think that it's better for players, all players, any age, to be playing for, you know, a chance to try and make the playoffs, to have a good season, to improve as a as a team. Even if you're not a team that's going to make the playoffs, you still want to be a team that moves the ball forward, moves the organization toward that. So I... I don't know that there's much of a difference because they're going to come into next year, no matter what, with a clean slate. Every pro team does. It's like it's like the first day of baseball season. Every team is in it, and every team's going to start next year thinking, "Hey, we're we could be one of those teams that makes this big jump." And young players are going to feel that as well. So I don't think that anybody's going to go into the season feeling any different. I think. It obviously, it depends on what they do all this, this offseason from an acquisition standpoint that determines the amount of opportunity that's there for young players. Some of the young players are going to be on the team no matter what. Some, it may depend on what they go out and acquire this offseason, what they add to the team, how they fill holes like, you know, that third pairing defense hole. You know, Keith Yandel very likely not coming back. How do they fill that hole? Is that an opportunity for a young player? Do they sign a veteran in that role? How do they kind of fill all these different areas, you know, in accordance with their salary cap? So I think all players want to come into the season pushing for something. Uh, Our next question comes from Bert Gee. He says, who do you see as the next Flyers head coach? He said, to me, this will be the most important move of the summer. With all the young players, would a teaching-type coach be with some patience, be the best route. A younger coach from the AHL, perhaps, rather than an NHL retread. Thank you. Awesome job. Um, appreciate the kind words. You know, I don't know what direction they're going to go in with the coach, but we just kind of talked about this in an episode the other day in the hiring of Marty St. Louis, a guy with no experience. And the NHL, I think you can see around the league that players are playing different now than they've ever played before. There's more skill, there's more creativity. You can call it skilling it up, whatever you want to call it, but I, I I think the notion that you have to hire some big name with a lengthy resume, maybe a maybe something that's kind of doesn't need to be done. I think you got to find the right guy, whoever that is. But it, I I agree with you that that'll probably be it's a big element of them moving forward. Who the next coach is but it's also going to be a really big indicator on what direction they're going in, in my opinion, pending who that coach is. If it's a veteran guy that's, you know, used to pushing teams over the goal line and pushing teams with veteran players, then that's going to probably tell you the tactic that they're going to take this off season. But we just don't know that yet, but that'll be our first tea leave to, to kind of, read here in the off season. John tweets in and says not a question but a comment he says the Flyers don't know me yet they are my family as bad as it's been I remember the good times but those memories are fading I'm depressed he said but I still have faith this franchise deserves some luck win the lottery an overachieving prospect something he said I'm not giving up that's good to hear I hope a lot of people especially once we get out of this season and the frustration that it's been that we can gain that same kind of perspective Um, Isaiah tweets in from OMB Puck and says, when do we get Fletcher's end-of-season presser, and do you think he'll be singing a different tune than, quote, aggressive retool? He said, hint, they should be. Um, Usually we'll get that press conference the day, maybe Saturday, Sunday, Monday at the latest, with the season ending on Friday the 29th. Um, Do I think he'll be singing a different tune? I, I don't know that he'll be singing a tune. I think he'll just kind of allude to everything as, We're going to look at everything and, you know, we got to find a coach. We got to, you know, look at all the different options that are available, both through trades, free agency and hockey trades, whatever it might be, draft and all of that stuff. So I think that I don't know that he's going to be singing a different tune. I don't know that he's going to be singing a tune to begin with. Um, The Big Burrito tweets in. Nice Twitter handle. He said, do you think Kevin Hayes should be part of the core to rebuild around Do you think he wants to stay? He said, in my opinion, he signed with a team he thought was close to a cup run. Um, Yeah, I think he, based on some things that he said this year, that he loves it here, and he really likes his teammates, he loves the city. um, Yeah, I think he wants to stay, if you take his words at face value, and I do. Um, And I do think, I don't think you have a choice. I think he has to be around the cord that you rebuild around because of his contract. It's not really a movable contract right now. So, yeah, he is a part of that. And since he's come back in this this stint that he's been back a couple months for now, he looks a lot more like the Kevin Hayes from 1920 than he has since that season. So that's good news. And, you know, this will be a really important off offseason uh, for Kevin to get really in shape and ready to go and not coming off a core surgery, you know, basically two core surgeries this offseason heading into this year. So it'll be a real important off season for Kevin Hayes. And if his play of the last couple of months is any indication, then uh, we could be seeing a real good Kevin Hayes coming up next year. Uh, Train12 tweets in and says, What player are you most excited to see earn a spot out of camp, excluding Frost? I mean, obviously it's Cam York. To me, I think he's in he's NHL or so. I'll exclude him as well. I don't think Brink is a guy that, is going to be in any danger of not being on the team? So, but you know, Bobby Brink is a guy that just continues to make plays. We haven't seen a lot of him yet, but from the from the limited amount that I've seen of him in the NHL, he's an exciting player, and I love his grit, I love his determination, and all the things that he brings to the table. I just think he brings a lot of intangibles as well. So probably Bobby Brink. Uh, Angelo G. Impalo tweets in and says. Haven't watched most of the games of late, but I hear some pros with progressions of some young players. Can we contribute it to Yo and Systems, playing without a playoff chance, or players actually progressing? Well, I mean, I think it's some combination thereof. Players are playing within the system. It, look, it hasn't been great lately. It really hasn't. Yeah, they're coming off a win over Montreal, but there's been some ugliness that, that week from the Anaheim game through the... To the back-to-back Buffalo games was not a pretty week of hockey at all, but we are seeing some good signs from the young players. And Mike Yo gets a little bit of credit, but I, I tend to give players credit for playing, and that's kind of where I see it. That players, some of them are are really having, you know, some resurgence. Travis Sanheim, I'm going to give him all the credit because he looks fantastic. Ivan Provorov's been better of late. You look at guys like. Travis connectney yeah, he doesn't have the goal totals that he has, but he, I think he's had a, a really good stretch of play here over the last couple of weeks. Jerry D tweets in and says, what do you make of the Ryan Ellis situation? Should we be concerned that he may or may not need surgery or be available at the start of the season or even want to be in Philly? All thing, all these things potentially lead to uh, holes in the top pair. Yeah, absolutely. I'm concerned because we just don't know much about what he's dealing with, and, you know, he's only played four games, and there's a lot riding on the position that he plays and the stature of that position being a top pair right side defenseman, so yeah, absolutely, it's totally fair to be concerned, because I am. Savalin Forrest tweets in, he says, has the well-run drive for Philly as an appealing UFA destination, specifically for high-end talent like Forsberg and Johnny Gaudreau, he said, I'm in no rush to quick fix it it, because it doesn't make sense, but I do think the young players need supportive talent to grow. Well, both of those players are going to get paid a lot of money. I mean, Johnny Gaudreau is plus 60. I mean— This happens very rarely. His five-on-five numbers are off the charts. And he and Philip Forsberg are both going to get paid tons of money. I don't know that the Flyers have or will have the cap space to be able to afford any of those two players or guys of that level. As far as the well-running dry as an appealing UFA destination, you know what's an appealing UFA destination for players? The team's got money. (laughs) So if the Flyers have money, yeah, it's appealing. Dan Girardi tweets in and says, if you were the GM, who would be untouchable and who would be expendable? As far as untouchable, no one. When you've had back-to-back seasons like this, no one is untouchable. Uh, There's no player that you hang up the phone on another GM for asking about. That said, there's players you're not looking to move, but you listen on everybody. As far as expendable, I mean, there's some of the guys on expiring deals because I think we're seeing some of these young players come up that can fill those roles as, you know, not more cost-effective solutions. So, you know, I I don't look at guys as expendable or untouchable. I don't think anybody's untouchable and expendable. I mean, you you have to move some of these younger guys up in the lineup and move some of the, you know, veteran types out that are making more money, that – You can have that position filled with equal efficacy for the same, you know, get the same output, but for a less price. But that being said, you have to find somebody to trade those pieces with. Like if you want to trade JVR, you got to find somebody to take on that money. And look, he is now tied for the team lead in scoring. You may be able to trade him and retain only $2 million of salary for one year left on his contract. Never know. Sid tweets in, he says, if Giroux wins the cup in Florida, do you bring him back? Also, what needs uh, to be done to make Hart an elite goalie? Um, no, I don't bring Drew back. You guys know how I feel about Giroux, uh, but I don't bring him back. you got to move forward. You have to move forward, and you have to do it without him. I don't care if he wins the cup, wins the con Smythe, doesn't win the cup, doesn't matter. I think you have to move forward without him as far as what needs to be done to make Hart an elite goalie. You have to have structure and quality team defense played in front of them, and that'll help. Again, I always go back to the example. When Doug Waite, in his last year coaching the Islanders, they gave up the most goals in the National Hockey League with Yarrow Halak and Thomas Grice. They came back the next year, and Barry Trotz took over, brought in his goaltending instructor Mitch Korn, and they gave up the least goals in the NHL with basically the same goaltending. Why? structure in front of them. All of a sudden, that goaltending that looked like the worst in the league, all of a sudden looked like it was just perfectly fine and did a great job. They shaved 102 goals year to year because of structure and team defense. Last question. Joe Lane says, what do the Flyers front office have to do to get the team back to the way it used to be to compete every year, year after year? This franchise has become a total embarrassment. Well, First of all, the salary cap is in the league right now, so competing year after year and just throwing money at it is not an option anymore. There's also 32 teams in the league. It's not as easy as it once was. That said, the way things are last year and this year is not nearly good enough. They've got to get it right. They need to draft high-end talent. You need to have talent that can explode and the other teams fear, and they lack that right now. But as far as getting back to the way it used to be, it'll never be the way it used to be because there's a salary cap now and there's 32 teams. All right, that's going to put a wrap on this edition of Flyers Daily. We'll have another brand new one for you coming up tomorrow as uh, we'll preview the Flyers and Penguins Sunday afternoon hockey on another edition of Flyers Daily. Have a great Saturday.